Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you, September 9th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on oh, Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker and Justin Kalen. Nick Roush out today. Supposedly, you can only drive to Florida during your two-hour radio show window and can't leave afterwards. So he will be out today. I'm not sure what he plans on doing for his picks of the week. But just Justin and myself running the show on your Friday edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Hope everybody's having a great start to their morning. The NFL is back. We have five. We're in the middle. Well, we're at the start, I suppose, of five straight nights of football. Last night, tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, Monday. It's a beautiful thing. Didn't really start out with the college football Thursday slate we had eight days ago with the NFL last night. The game turned into a dud, but it was just nice to have football back. But before we get into all that, Justin, how you doing? I'm tired, really tired. I'm just kidding. There's a text about that later on the show. I thought you were being No, (laughs) No, I I won't. He's not wrong, though. He is. I mean, I I am always tired. That's a fair point, so. Yeah, but no, I'm good. Uh, I wish that game last night was a little better. It was it was kind of a kind of a letdown, if we're being honest, for the first NFL game of the season. It's maybe maybe because the bets didn't go my way, fantasy didn't go my way, nothing went my way last night. But it's good to have football back. Like you said, first of five straight nights. And I'll I'll be honest, I was sitting here racking my brain. Who the hell's playing on Sunday? Sunday night football. NFL is fully back, and I'm pumped. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the bets didn't go my way either, but that's a. It, it's good to start out NFL with a loss, just kind of get back to the basics. Uh, I'm easily out of the sports I bet the most, probably college basketball, college football, or 1A, 1B, different years, probably bet. Probably college basketball the most just because there's more games, but college football, probably the second most I bet. Then NFL. And then there's a ginormous drop-off. And fourth is probably a good question, not that anybody cares. Maybe golf is like the fourth thing I bet Mm. on the most. I don't know. Um, I'd probably need to think about it. But it's not baseball. It's not college. Or it's not college baseball. It's not MLB. It's not NBA. 
probably be golf, but again, not that anybody cares. But easily my worst percentage is on NFL betting. So it felt good to get back to normal last night with a big fat L. Um, I was wondering, like, again, not that I didn't think the Bills could win. I just thought you're going to give me the defending Super Bowl champions at home and I'm going to get some juice in the deal. That I, it was just kind of a too good of a deal to pass up. Uh, I, I definitely thought the Bills could have won, and I thought that two-and-a-half or three number was interesting for the Rams in its own right. But a few things that I didn't remember or had forgotten or didn't know. One, it's it's Los Angeles' home crowd. It basically just means it's a it's not a home crowd. You, there were a ton of Bills fans there. They travel amazingly. I, there are some home field advantages in the NFL. There are a lot of home field advantages in the NFL. Any home field advantage in Los Angeles does not exist. So that was a mistake on my part for even like letting home field come into play. Secondly, what I didn't know or had forgotten or didn't realize was so serious, that Stafford didn't throw a football for like 12 weeks and he got like a baseball player surgery. They were talking about that during the broadcast. And I was like, huh, I knew that he you know, had some work done after the Super Bowl and whatnot, but I didn't realize it was so sincere Unfortunately, we're going to have to start calling him Noodle Arm Matt Stafford. He looked horrible, absolutely horrible. And again, not that anybody cares about your fantasy leagues, but this is also our radio show. But in one, I'm in two leagues, decent-sized money in both of them. In my biggest money league, I had Josh Allen, which, woo, yay, Josh Allen. He was he was awesome last night. That dude, yeah. I mean, people have been saying it now for a while, but the the future of the NFL right there, Josh Allen. And then in my other league, not as much money, I had Stafford. I can't cut his ass fast enough this morning. He is out. He's out. Uh, But he doesn't look good at all. And honestly, as a Packers fan, seeing the Rams look so discombobulated was a good thing. But one thing we got to remind ourselves, it's week one, Justin. Teams are going to get better. Uh, I I still have big long-term picture concerns with Stafford just because he did not, his arm did not look good at all. And I don't imagine that will get better. Of course, the Bills defense is good. They brought the pressure. And I I just think life without Odell Beckham helping out Cooper Cup is going to be a different animal for Stafford, especially if he can't throw the ball with as much zip or as far as he's used to doing. Uh, But good news for the Packers. But remember, Green Bay lost to the Saints in week one last year, 38-3. to And people are like, the end of the Packers dynasty. Done. Uh, Not so fast. Again, teams will get better. Teams will figure stuff out. Week one is kind of, it it, it can be tricky for NFL teams. But as a Packers fan, I love seeing the Rams not look all that great yesterday. That may be just one less team to worry about in the NFC potentially. But uh, yeah, not, not, not our best game that we've had in NFL opening season nights. But like you mentioned, it is good to be back and then, it's college football for the next 48 hours or so, and then we get back to the NFL on Sunday. It's we're, We made it. We made it. I've said it a thousand times this summer, but we have officially, totally, and completely made it. Yeah, one thing on Stafford, I, I, did, I missed that on the broadcast last night, so at least he has an excuse because, my gosh, that guy was horrible. He, he honestly looked like he was back in Detroit with a bunch of nobodies that he was throwing to. Like, you, he only threw to Cooper Cup. You had Allen Robinson they signed this year. Gave him a ton of money, by the way. He had, I think, one catch last night. And then you've got – I mean, Van Jefferson was out. That undoubtedly hurt the Rams last night. But I, I don't know that it makes a difference in the end. I think the Bills are just that much better. I, I don't I don't know that it's so much a knock on how the, Ram, how the Rams looked last night and how their overall season's going to be. I, th- I think they'll be a pretty solid team. 
But I think the Bills are just a notch above. They're they're going to be really good. Yeah, well, it's pretty much everybody's Super Bowl pick was the Buffalo Bills, and and you got a good reason as to why Josh Allen is tough and. Diggs has been somebody that's always been like a good receiver, but it seemed like when he's he was great, starting, when we had just kind of assumed like, all right, this, this player is plateaued at its peak. Probably now it's going to start going down as he gets older. No, he's just gotten better and better and better. And I thank the Minnesota Vikings for not having Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson uh, together as Shoot. wide receivers, because that wouldn't have been fun. I think that would have even been Kirk cousins proof scoots. I think even <laughs> maybe so could have looked like a good quarterback with those two wide receivers but i'm happy that's that that's not the case i'm happy that the buffalo bills are in the afc as a fan of an nfc team uh, but but fun game well fun game for a little bit last night i really thought if the rams just didn't turn the ball over so much in the first half it could have kind of been a different story because it wasn't like a it's not like the bills just blitzed out of the gates and the game was over by the end of the first quarter it seemed like they the rams had their chances they had opportunities and it was kind of just a slow drip on buffalo buffalo never really took their foot off the gas they were going to do what they were doing and then the rams just could not keep up and it kept getting worse and worse and worse with the turnovers but uh good 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 having the nfl back any other takes on last night's game scoots yeah, so there were three turnovers by the Bills in that first half. The Rams scored three points off of them. Imagine that game last night. A, if the Bills don't turn the ball over, what is that scoreline looking like in the fourth quarter? I mean, it's 48 nothing, 48-3 maybe. That's true. Yeah, you that game could have been way uglier. It, yeah, it, it could have been. Um, it, it could have been. Could have been closer as well. But true. the And then – for fantasy owners out there, not me, luckily, but sheesh, will leash. What's up with Cam Akers there? No kidding. Did, do you no have him kidding. in any of your leagues? I, I don't. No, I, I was a Cam believer his rookie year, but I kind of strayed away from him the past couple of years. I had a guy at my bar last night. He was so PO'd because he needed. He was like, I just want three touchdowns from Cam Akers. I don't even think Cam Akers got three touches last night. He, that's all he wanted was three touchdowns? Well, no doy. <laughs> Did you have to set him straight and be like, what are you talking? Like three touchdowns would be an amazing no, game. I, I stray away from the fantasy conversation most time. Cause I I don't wanna I don't want to get them down a rabbit hole and they start telling me who their whole team is. And yeah, I, I just I can't have all that. I, I couldn't care less. Yeah, but that that as a bartender trying to schmooze, that would be like such an easy schmooze. I am not a schmoozer. I am uh here's your drink, don't talk to me, and give me your money when you're done. I was schmoozed when I went to the bar. Well, that's because I know you. Okay. So maybe that, that, get... that wasn't that wasn't forced conversation. That was that was genuine. If I was trying to get tips, I'd be schmoozing, woozing, cool. making sure that the customers are boozing. Well, that's and... the thing, TJ. That's the nice thing about working at a hotel is we've got so much corporate business that their corporation covers it. So when they tip. Uh, they tip me anyway. I, I don't have to say a word to them. They just tip because their company's paying for it. They're not paying for it. Hmm. It's a sweet uh, deal. It is a sweet deal. So the bar was popping last night? Uh, no, not really. No. There was just a couple guys there drinking some beers, watching the game. Oh. It's really, I, I've told it on the show again, but I'll reiterate it to our listeners out there on your Friday edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush making his way down to Florida. So just TJ Walker and Justin Kalen here. But he, he, the, the place Scoots works, people are there for generally long stays. And so he, he, he really does know everybody at the hotel. Did you, 
did you see any regulars last night? Uh, yeah, a couple, a couple came down. Okay. So that um, was nice. Yeah. That would also just be, I can't imagine. I, I know some people do it for business. Some people maybe out of necessity or just situation have, has you in that position. I just cannot imagine living in a hotel and having like a real dorm room feel to it. And then you just see the same people in like the lobby and the staff. And then you just know the bartender. It really would have a little bit of a shining to it. It's like Groundhog's Day. Every day is the same. It really, it really is. You should just, on like a slow day, just troll with somebody, put on like yesterday's news <laughs> or like put on, you know, like the Queen's passing coverage and be like, did you hear about this? And be like, yeah, that happened on Thursday. And be like, no, it happened this morning, man. That's crazy. Like everybody's, everybody's talking about it. You could really probably make people go insane with that. Yeah, but you're right. We did mention it on the show yesterday. The Queen did pass yes, yesterday, shortly after we got off the air. And for the first time in our lifetime, Scoots, no Queen of England. Yeah, that's first time in my parents' lifetime. Probably the same for you too. Correct. That yeah, yeah, I mean that is correct. I'm we're she's ruled so long. I think my grandparents are in their mid seventies, so it's almost there. Only one in their lifetime, and that is just wild that someone can rule for that long. Yeah. it's uh, the longest monarch in in their history. Uh, she took the throne in 1952. So yeah, that was uh, not to age my my folks, but before both my parents. But um, so my I, question you, you, is: you get, you get caught up in the uh, ask your question after I ask mine. You can answer you. my question with a question. But uh, do you get caught up in like? watching it all the history of it the pageantry of it or could you not care less no i literally couldn't care less my manager at work asked yesterday asked me oh what are your thoughts on queen elizabeth passing and i was i was like i i don't it doesn't matter she was 96 like she had a great life that's i mean it's always sad when people die but when they're 96 you know you, you just don't feel bad about it but like they had a long healthy life like you said she ruled for 70 years yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that may be insensitive, but that's that's how I feel about it. Like she's she was old. That, that that's what happens when you get old. Possibly and possibly insensitive, but I think your sentiment is correct. I, I think people can be sad about losing somebody that's really old, despite them living a long life, because now you have to. People, but that would generally resort to people close to her. I don't think just like the random citizen in London would need to really be grieving, but I guess yeah. it's not really for me to tell people how to feel about certain situations, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right about that. Great life, long life. I mean, she was a freaking queen, which I'm sure there were parts of that job that were incredibly obnoxious and annoying and terrible. And I'm sure that she had days where she wishes she could just be a regular person, but then the alternative, you're the queen the longest reigning monarch. I think she was, the great, 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 great granddaughter of King George the Third. So, I mean, your bloodlines go back a long, long way. Um, and huge family. I think she had eight grandkids, 12 great grandchildren as well. So it had to be a fun life for her, especially seeing all that, everything grow around her. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I feel like there were some impressive traits about her in an ever changing society in an ever-changing world she was stuck to her convictions and was seemed like a a good symbol of the united kingdom but 
I like the history of it just because, again, her when she was coronated, Scoots, first time any monarch coronation was on television. Hmm. Which is cra- kind of crazy to think that, like, for the United Kingdom's monarchy, this will only be the second coronation that's ever been on TV, and it's 2022. Yeah, and, that's and like, crazy. You know, if she would have probably been maybe 10 years sooner, it, it may be the first coronation that's ever been broadcasted on TV. It's just there's little these little strings of history that can kind of connect you throughout time. And one makes us kind of realize that the past really isn't as long as it seems. And two, when something like that ends, you know, there's obviously no going back to it. That's the end of an era. And, and, you know, she just, it's a history fact at that point. But I thought one of the craziest things that I saw this on, on Mark Story's timeline, uh, if I can find it. And I liked all the pictures and she, she, the queen, the queen went to Kentucky a ton, which was always, um, which always made for a lot of news coverage. She loved horses, and she loved the the bluegrass, the Rolling Hills. Uh, and now I can't find the Mark Story tweet, so he may have he may have ended up deleting it, unfortunately. But uh, it just showed kind of how long. I think there were. I don't. Did you see any stats while I pulled this up in terms of just like putting into context the history, her history, in terms of Kentucky? No, not in terms of Kentucky. Oh, okay, I, I did see something that she had been to Kentucky, like seven times in the last 10 years or something or 20 years something it was it was an obscure stat yeah I, it may have not been so much in that like i do think she went a ton um but i don't know i don't know how many times specifically uh i think she went to 115 countries and um but anyways i just i like the little stats of like when she was born blah 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 i, I think i saw something it was like winston churchill was her prime minister at one point <laughs> And he was born in like 18, let's see, what year was he born? 1874. Wow. And then her last media appearance was with the new prime minister, and I forget her name, but so excuse me. But this was just a few days ago, and they showed her, and I think that was the picture Roush was talking about yesterday when he was saying that, oh, yeah, she didn't look very good in that picture. First off, yeah, she did. If I look that good like three days before I die, man. That, I've got a good team. I've got a good staff there helping me out. So she did. But uh, her newest prime minister that she just introduced or met with the other day, she was born, I think, in like 1974. So her prime ministers that served under her or served with, I don't know the correct phrase, 100-year span. That's Pretty crazy. Nuts. Pretty nuts. Uh, but I know some people don't care about that. And understandably so, because the Kentucky Wildcats open up their SEC season. Hey, real to- quick. Real yeah. quick. So I got a brief history lesson yesterday. Charles takes over, right? Is that yeah. who we got? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's old, though. Can you give me a brief explanation of what royalty does, or is that some research I have to do on my own? So. They don't like you. You obviously know that they used to basically be like dictators. Um, yeah, th- that that's not the case anymore. They they pretty much are like figureheads. Um, I don't think they really have any or very minimal political power. So they don't they they don't get to like make laws. They don't get to say, hey, this is how it's going to be. But they're pretty much the representatives of the country. Uh, trying to like think of a 
good comparison, but I'm coming up short. So if you're just if you're born into it, you're just the face of the country. Nothing else comes with it. I mean, other yeah. stuff comes with it. I mean, I, I, would, I would think a, there a, would a be ton of wealth, a ton of money, a ton of property, uh, castles, and all that stuff. But I would think there would be some sort of responsibility. I, I mean, you. I, I think the responsibility is like you are be a good human. You're you're the you're the logo of the country. You're the mascot of the country. Be friendly. Be nice. Uplift spirits. Be cordial. Be professional. But. Yeah, that's a good question, Scooch. Maybe somebody on the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450 can let us know what responsibilities come with being the king or queen of England. I mean, there is arguably nothing I know about less than royalty. Well, there's that show about royalty that everybody watches. Um, Not me. Not this guy. Yeah, not me either. But no, it's, um, it's mostly just a title. They're stripped of any like political power, but it's still they still give like addresses and I, I mean obviously you saw they canceled all the sporting events in mm-hmm. London this I did week, see that. which fine like a little over the top. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I hate. Yeah, I'm not trying to be insensitive or anything like that, but it it wasn't a tragedy. It wasn't like a sudden loss. It wasn't a how could this happen. She's 96. I get it. It's a big to do. First time in a really, really long time. If I were living in the UK, let me have my freaking sports this weekend. I've, I've worked my butt off this week. I just want to be able to watch some sports. I don't think that's too much to ask, but they canceled all the games. So. Yeah. I mean, if she was in like her mid 40s, I get that. But she was 96. Once again, 96. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good life, long life. That's uh, that's that's old. Uh, it just is an old age. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Thornton's has it going on, whether it's their hot brewed fresh coffee that will get a pep in your step, or maybe it's some donuts that will make you go nuts. They've got it all. And if you download the app and become a Fresher and Rewards member, you're going to save money. You'll probably get some buy one, get ones free, 25% off. They've got tons of coupons. It'll tell you gas prices around you. Make sure you've got that Thornton's app on your phone. You will not be disappointed. Pop in a Thornton's today. Get your weekend started off right. Shout out to Alex Cupper, former UofL great, back when UofL used to actually be pretty solid at football. And Kelly Leonardo, we love our friends at Thornton's. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We will switch the focus over to Kentucky's game down in the swamp against Florida. UK got some big football news yesterday that we're going to talk about that we, not really a surprise, but we're happy about. It's good news. We'll come back. We'll tell you what that is. Get your text in. We got a lot already, but we want more. And then we'll get to the picks of the week segment today. It's going to be a really, really fun show. So don't go anywhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14 to the Tucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Check out the big brain on Brad.
Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call, Friday edition of the show. Scooch, don't you wish we were back at Elk Run doing the show like we were last Friday? Absolutely, yeah, because that would mean we have golf to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. It was a great time, and uh, we'll look forward in the future doing that again. But instead, no golf today. But it's still Friday, and that's exciting. No long weekend either, but we we, we won't worry. We won't worry about that. I get a nap today. I'm pumped. A nap? I have been, you may, you all may think I'm crazy, but I have been thinking about a nap today since Sunday. Yeah, that's just one of the dumber things I've heard. Man. I mean, it is. I I realize. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I, I I get, I guess the principle, uh, yeah, Scooch, I don't know how this is going to go for you, buddy. (laughs) I I get the idea of like, Ha, Friday. I'm going to have some free time. I can do whatever I want. By the end of the week, I'm going to be tired. I'll probably want a nap. I can understand that. I can relate to that a little bit. However, I think it does go to show just how much time you actually do have. How so? Because if you get to uh, what what privilege you have to be able to look ahead of the week and be like, look at this free time I've got here. I can take a nap. If you were truly busy, you have other stuff going on. If I would have, it, it's and, true. Hold on, it's hold true. on, if, hold on. If you were able no. to schedule this out on Sunday and say, "Hey, I've got a nap right here, right now." That means you, you nothing during the week made you busier. Where you were like, "Well, crap! I was hoping a nap on Friday, but now I'm going to have to do this." No. So here's the thing: I've been tired since Sunday. This makes me, this shows how busy I am because I couldn't take a nap before today. Like this was my only window of the week to squeeze a nap in. So that's why I've been looking forward to it since Sunday. Cause I knew there would be no other time throughout the week. Obviously nobody's buying that you didn't have any other time to take a nap at any point. I didn't or I would have, cause I've been freaking tired all week. But just assuming that you're telling the truth again, like if I, <laughs> you know, I can, I can set aside plans for golf several days in advance or uh, more importantly, picking up the baby or taking the baby to a, a doctor's appointment or whatever it may be. I, that's something you can set out aside a few days in advance. If you can set out aside a nap several days in advance, I think, it, I think it's more of a testament to how, how little you've got going on. <laughs> I just, I don't get that mindset. I mean, I, it's, it's just different. Like my nap is going to pick up the baby, you know? <laughs> like I don't have I don't have a baby. My nap is my baby. Yeah, it just like I, I I'm I guess it's just coming from a place of jealousy, Scooch, where I wish <laughs> I could say, you know what? In three days at one o'clock, I'm I'm getting a nap and it's gonna be glorious. Well, I hope you do enjoy it. I hope you you make the most of it. What game oh, are you will. tonight? I've got a uh, Providence and Clarksville. Good old rivalry game. Ooh, everybody knows about the Providence Clarksville rivalry. You don't want to. Yep being Clarksville wearing a Providence shirt on a day like today, huh? Yeah, that's correct. However, Providence is in Clarksville, so a little problematic. <laughs> yeah, but downtown Clarksville. That's true. Wherever that is. Wherever that is. You don't want to get in the heart of it. <laughs> <laughs> Are either of those teams any good? Uh, So Clarksville, their running back had the state's leading rusher last year, and he's off to a just a phenomenal start again this year. Whoa. That's pretty much that's pretty much uh, their whole offense. He'll touch it almost every possession. But Providence was playing pretty good, but their quarterback unfortunately broke his arm last week. So not really sure what to expect tonight. I'm guessing he's not playing tonight. He is not playing tonight. Well, they've been impressive. 
would have been a speedy recovery. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, state's leading rusher old, in old Clarksville. I, I wonder what the rest of the well, – I wonder if the rest of the state views that like people in Louisville may view somebody in Western Kentucky leading the state in rushing. Probably Maybe pretty so. comparable. Yeah, like I, you, you question yeah. their level of competition. Mm-hmm. Yep. He ran for, I want to say, over 2,500 yards last year. Yeah. In, ten, in ten, nine or ten games, whatever it was. It's That's crazy. pretty impressive. College offers or anything like that? I would not think so, coming from Clarksville. But maybe, I mean, I could see him going like, I don't know, D2, NAIA. State's leading rusher. State's leading rusher. That's yep. you know. There's only well, I mean, so rushers. so on the opposite side of that, the state's leading scorer in basketball, uh, Luke Brown, Indiana did not recruit him. So did, there did you that, have it. Tick off some Hoosiers. No, I mean it was it was a similar situation to Clarksville. They just he played at a one A or two A school, whatever it was. So he's he's not going to be able to come to the Big Ten and compete. Mm. You never know, though. But he can score. We need to recruit him. <laughs> we we hear about that all the time in, in Kentucky land. True. So can relate. Well, good luck on the call tonight. And, Thank you. Uh, St. X play tonight, or are they on a bye week? Uh, they're off. Play? Yeah. Okay. Jump. Spears is pumped. Spears is pumped. <laughs> he should be sad not getting to call the Tigers on just, the big just one. Just one Friday off. A, a, a Friday off in the middle of the season is is great. So who who's going to who who gets the prime time on Big X tonight? Who are we playing? That's a great question. I I know Louisville plays tonight, and we have some affiliation with Louisville now. Maybe they'll be on one of the stations. You've got the bats tonight as well. Of course, my game. I'm not sure what even else. A Trinity as well. Yeah, I don't know where everybody's at. The shuffle every week on the Big X to figure out where everybody's going is just wacky. I will say, yeah, you know. Real mom pop operation at Big X. We make fun of the studio for having fruit flies or uh, the toilet not flushing, but people still using it anyways. And you know, we poke some fun at the station. I will say the juggling of content on weekends. Whoever is in charge of that—that's it's impressive. I mean, that I understand that that could take a little bit of work, mm-hmm. like because there are. Last week, St. X got moved because IU was playing or somebody else was playing, and yeah. it, it, the, the, it, it is. But point Constant being, juggle. the Big X has it going on. So if you're ever That's looking right. for any sports content over the weekend, you head on over to 96.1 FM or 14.50 AM like you are right now. We're going to switch gears here and talk some Kentucky football. Scoots, I think I said this on Tuesday, but – I didn't have a great feeling going into the game. I was hoping that would change. I come with some good news. Wow. I feel better, I feel better about this game. I, I don't, I, you know, I, I've got another hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes to make a prediction on score. And I think I'm still leaning towards Florida winning. But I really think this one's going to come down to the wire. I'm glad that as the week has gone on, I feel a little bit better about UK's chances. I, I don't think. I never really thought Florida's the 12th best team in the country, but I think it's. I'm starting to feel better about the matchups with UK in this game. Now, the things that I don't feel better about, it's still a road game. UK's offensive line is, is still, you still have some question marks there. Some obvious question marks at UK for running back, but for whatever reason, I'm not as concerned about running back. I'm more concerned about offensive line. But offensive line and, and it obviously being in the swamp are the two things that are keeping me from definitely picking UK. Uh, if this were a neutral site game or in Lexington, I probably would be picking the Cats. But 
I will say on like Tuesday or Wednesday, I was thinking Florida maybe wins double digits relatively easily. Maybe really? not like maybe not like a curb stomping or anything like that. But you know, you go into the fourth quarter where Kentucky is maybe down two possessions. UK's got to score and get a stop, and it just never really happens. Not that they're not not that they're totally out of the game, but they're not really knocking on the door to take the lead either. That's how I was feeling earlier in the week. This now not so much. I, I think that Kentucky should take this game into the fourth quarter. I think Kentucky should have its fair share, fair share of chances of winning. If UK were to lose, I would expect Monday's show to set to be to be along the lines of UK loss. It's not the end of the world, but sheesh! If you just done this or you just done that, you you, you would have been victorious down in the swamp. So I'm feeling like it's more of a toss up. I'm feeling like it's going to be closer. I'm starting to think Florida and the points that they're giving may be too many points, and you you may be wondering, Scoots. What's with the change? I am wondering, yeah. That's why I was going to ask. What, what flipped the switch for you? Really nothing. Like Jordan Wright being back, which this was news yesterday. He is ah. ready. He's eligible. He's going to play. Now we're just waiting for Chris Rodriguez. And if all the sources are probably right about that, which I'll, I'll say this, the people that have been somebody, uh, they're, there's a message board poster named Geoff or Jeff or Geoff or Jeff. I don't know which one it is on Cats Illustrated. Geoff is not a name. It's Jeff. G E O F F though. But if yeah, you if, if you pronounce your name Jeff and you spell it that way, <laughs> that's not, not on him. That's his parents. We gotta we gotta talk. <laughs> You're right. You're right. But you could also just be like, no, it's Geoff. I'm just going with Geoff. <laughs> So Geoff over at Cats Illustrated, he was the one that said Jordan Wright will be he'll get a one game suspension, he'll be back for Florida. And I think he was also the one saying, Hey, it's it's probably not going to be until the old miss game until you see Chris Rodriguez. Okay. So the we still wait on Chris Rodriguez. But I think Jordan Wright coming back, that's not why I feel better by itself, but it is an absolutely huge addition. And allow me to tell you why. Florida's going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball. And you need as much speed and athleticism on the edges, being able to run east and west, because Florida's going to put people in motion. They're going to do some options. And as I've read more about this and listened to other shows and listened to Roush and Luckett and all the great football podcasts out there regarding UK football, the name of this game is going to be speed. And honestly, the, the stuff that Florida does in terms of misdirections, trying to confuse a defense, obviously every offense is going to have some similarity of that. You know, that You're not just going to go in the I formation 30 times a game, and it's not 1992 anymore. So you're, you're going to try to confuse folks. You're going to try to do a lot of stuff, get people out, uh, out of position, and then you go and attack. It's first off a lot of what UK's defense has had to go against UK's offense. So they're going to be prepared for all the motions. They're going to be pair. They're going to be prepared for the fake handoffs left, and then you hand it off right. Um, it's all about speed for Florida, with one exception. And I think UK's got as athletic as a front seven. I shouldn't say as any team in college football, but I would only, you know, off the top of my head and talk it out of my butt here for a moment, I would say that there's maybe only like five to ten that have more athleticism than the Kentucky Wildcats in the front seven. So if they're going to try to run off the edges, UK should be able to benefit off that. And Florida's offensive line, while solid, is not somebody that I think should completely manhandle Kentucky. 
So I actually think Florida strength matches up well with UK strength. And if you need more reasons to feel good, Florida's running backs are just whittle guys. They're whittle. Kentucky can tackle them. They shouldn't have really any issues with them. Now they're shifty and they're quick, but that's up. Like I, I, I have no issues with UK being able to stop Florida's running backs and they're good running backs. They're just, they're not power. They're not bruisers. I, and I, and I think one issue with UK that I have is some like arm tackle missed tackles. I don't think you're gonna have an issue with Florida's running backs with this, as long as you can stay in front of them and you don't let them get by you. Otherwise they're gone. They're too quick, but I like that. I like the matchup there. On the opposite side of that, isn't Florida probably saying the same thing with no yeah. Chris Rodriguez? Oh, yeah. they're little running backs. We'll be I, able to tackle them, no problem. Well, no doubt about it, and I'll get to that. I'll get to the defensive side here in a second. But Florida's running backs are good. I'm not trying to say that they're not good. They are. I'm just saying they match up well with what they're going to try to do with UK's defense. What What is not good for Florida is their wide receivers. They're big. They're big wide receivers, but they're mostly unproven. They don't have a lot to go off of. Now, I know a lot of UK fans listening to me have some questions about UK secondary. Understandably so. I'm right there with you. I'm not too concerned about Florida's wide receivers. And what they're going to try to do, watching the Utah highlights, I watched the game live, but going back, watching some of the highlights of it, they're going to do their misdirection scoots. They're going to try to get the defensive backs to bite up. And then a lot of Florida's passing attack is going to be long shots, deep balls. It's going to be, I think it's going to make for like an entertaining watching game just with what Kentucky is going to try to do, what Florida is going to try to do. I think it's going to be fun to watch. I don't know if it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be all that high scoring. I think there's going to be turnovers and I think there's going to be mistakes, but Florida is going to take their deep shots. I'm not overly concerned about their passing attack. Maybe famous last words, I'm not. So, TJ, if you're not worried about their wide receivers, you think it's a good matchup with their running backs, their offensive line isn't overpowering, all their beef and muscle scoots comes from their quarterback. Mm -hmm. He is strong. He is tough to take down. He is a playmaker, and he will be a future NFL quarterback. That is where, if Kentucky loses, it's because Anthony Richardson has a huge game. If Kentucky wins, it's because they were able to make life really difficult for him. If I'm UK's defense, I am forcing him into tight windows to throw balls. I am not letting him get ahead of steam running. So that means I'm not letting him get outside the pocket where he can see 10, 15 yards down the field and say, all right, I'm going to lower my shoulder and somebody come tackle me because UK's defensive backs are going to have a really tough time with that. UK's linebackers are going to have a tough time bringing him down. And UK's defensive linemen with the position most likely they're going to be in they just need to get a hand on him and just try to hold on for dear life and wait for some help defense to come. Team tackling is going to be huge with him because he is a huge guy. So for as little as the running backs may be, Scoot, he makes it all up. He is huge. He is big. He is strong. He can throw the ball a country mile, and he can make something out of nothing. There will be a play tomorrow night that Kentucky seems to have him dead to rights that he squeaks out of, doesn't go down, and he gets outside the pocket and either makes a big throw or runs himself. He is the Florida Gators offense. And I will go as far as saying he is my only major concern on Florida. But I kind of like this. This is a big game for him. This is the most pressure he's ever had as a starting quarterback. And Mark Stoops feast on making quarterbacks force passes. And he, Mark Stoops is something we got to remember in the first quarter, everybody. He plays the long game. 
He will give up easy completions for five or six yards. If a defensive back misses a tackle, it may end up being 15, 20, even more yards. They're going to give up some stuff. They're probably going to give up some third down conversions that are going to make us frustrated. It is the long game for UK's defense and Mark Stoops. Eventually, they're going to hope that maybe Anthony Richardson wears down a little bit. He starts trying to fit some passes into windows he's feeling more confident about that he shouldn't. But he is. Florida Gators offense. If he has a big game, Florida's going to win. If he struggles, Kentucky will win. And I, the truth will be probably somewhere in the middle, Scoots, where he has, you know, he does some good things, he does some bad things, and it comes down to the fourth quarter. Is UK's defense better than Anthony Richardson, or does he go out there and make enough plays for Florida to win at home? That's what it's going to come down to. I, I think the only thing I disagree with there is I don't think necessarily he has to have a bad game for Kentucky. To win, I, I think Anthony Richardson could come out and have maybe even a monster game, and Kentucky can still win the game because Florida is very one-dimensional. I mean, you we talk about Anthony Richardson; he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. He's going to use the play action. He's going to option option calls. I mean, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. So he he has the potential to have a massive day. But you shut everyone else down, and I, I think Kentucky can still win the game. I hope you're right. I, I and I'm not to say that I think he has to have a bad game for Kentucky to win. Like I said, I think it's probably going to be somewhere in that middle where he he turns the ball over. He does some, he, you know, he'll make a mistake or two, but he'll also keep Florida in the game with a few plays with his leg, maybe a big long ball with his arm. Somebody sneaks behind UK secondary and he makes them pay for it. I, I do agree with you where I think he could statistically have a solid game, but Kentucky still wins a close one. But I think if he has a huge game, Kentucky won't have a chance. Uh, hope to be wrong. And and that's like, again, you could say that about really any top 15 team. You could say that about Will Levis. Will Levis mm -hmm. has a huge game. His best game is a Kentucky Wildcat. I bet Kentucky wins. That's not really all that hot of a take. Um, I just, I, I do agree with you though. I, I think he could, statistics look good, but Kentucky still wins. But I'll just say this, if his stats look bad, then I don't think Florida can win. Um, so I feel better about it. And that's the offense, that's the Florida offense versus the UK defense side of things. The what a UK, fun quarterback matchup, though, for real. Oh, it is. Yeah. This In is, week this, two. This will be a quarterback. I mean, they'll talk about it during the broadcast and whatnot. And and I don't think it's crazy in five years to be like, oh, hey, NFL starting quarterback, NFL starting quarterback. They met down in the swamp. Because teams look at Josh Allen last night, and then they look at big quarterbacks like Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, and they're like, all right, I think we can. I think there's something here. I think I think there's something to build off there. So uh, you're right. It is a really really fun quarterback matchup. And on UK's offensive side of the ball, again, I'm no Nick Roush or Adam Luggett. Those guys have been previewing this game all week and doing a phenomenal job of it. Uh, these are just my takes, but I've been I've been listening to the same things that they've been saying as well. From the offensive side, Florida's defense really doesn't scare me. Uh, Billy Napier had a really tough time getting a defensive coordinator coming in there. Their defensive coordinator is just a year older than me. He's a young guy. I like this, not because I think UK's offense is some sort of juggernaut right now. I just, I, I'm almost taking Scangarello in a X's and O's matchup over Florida's defensive coordinator. From a talent standpoint, Florida's good, but nothing really that I think should overly concern Kentucky. And I hate saying this because I really didn't want it to come down to this, but I, I feel like if UK just has 
a slightly better offensive line, but more importantly, Chris Rodriguez, you'd feel so much better about this oh, yeah. game for Kentucky. If you oh, could yeah. hand it off to C-Rod, let him get four or five yards, wear down Florida's defense, that is that is a possibility. That would have been a possibility. Florida's defense can get worn down. Kentucky could take advantage if it's a normal UK offensive line. The issue is UK's offensive line didn't look great against Miami, and you're not going to have Chris Rodriguez. So while I think Florida's defense is nothing overly scary, I think Kentucky will play a couple better defenses this season. You're without your star running back, so this will come down to Will Levis and unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, depending on how you feel about them, some young receivers are going to need to make some big plays. Uh, Tavion Robinson needs to be a veteran and act like it, and he needs to be sure-handed and not drop any balls. And then some of those young guys that we're excited about, they need to wow us. In terms of running backs, I don't know. I'm looking at Will Levis as being UK's primary running back. They're obviously going to hand the ball off here and there. Like Josh Allen last night. I mean, it was inevitable he'd be leading rusher. And I love the way they use Josh Allen on some like that first touchdown mm-hmm. was such a beautiful play. He he had three. Di- I mean, he had he really had three different options. And I don't even know. I think the touchdown pass may have been the last one. Maybe it was the first one. I don't know. But they did a little. If you didn't see it, they did a little play. It was fourth and one, was it? They did a little play at, or it may have been third and one. But they needed to get a first down. They did a play action. The Rams were stacking the box, thinking they were going to run. So then Josh Allen faked the handoff. He ran off to the side, kind of looked like it was going to be a QB bootleg. The Rams had it sniffed out. They were ready for him. So they had two guys out there chasing after Josh Allen. However, a wide, re- a wide receiver slipped past the last man in the secondary, and Josh Allen made one of the easiest throws he'll probably ever make in his NFL career for a touchdown pass. And it was, uh, I mean, it wasn't that easy of a throw. He was still on the run and kind of going across his body a little bit. But it was a beautiful, beautiful play. The only thing that worries me, Kentucky does a lot of, like I already talked about, misdirection, fakes, handoffs, trying to get a defense confused. Scooch, they're going to have to be able to respect UK's run game to fall for it. That's my only issue is UK is going to be doing some fake handoffs and Florida may be like, they ain't going to hand it off to that guy. That guy has zero career carries. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to be the case for UK. But you got to make them respect it a little bit. So I'm hoping maybe UK can find a little bit of momentum early in the run game and put Florida on their toes a little bit. But that's that's going to be a – you're going to have to see it to believe it for UK's rushing attack, at least after week one. Yeah, I mean, not not to continue to compare to last night's game, but that's exactly what happened to the Rams. They weren't able to run the football, and then they were forced to throw so much. At that point, the defenders can double-team at that point. you know. So, yeah, you've, you've got to be able to successfully run the ball – um, Indiana struggled with it in week one and it almost bit them because they weren't then they weren't able to run the ball. Um, so yeah, you, you have to be able to run the ball, make the defense think about it. You brought up Scangarello though, and I cannot believe I haven't said this this week, but have you ever seen a more comfortable looking offensive coordinator in your entire life than him last week? He does see like it's it's kind of the opposite of Liam Cohen after one year of Cohen. Cohen, if you remember Stoops after game, I think it was the Missouri game, was like, yeah, Cohen was he, he was devastated. He thought he'd call and like UK beat Missouri, UK won. He was like, yeah, he was really disappointed with this, and I just had to tell him like, it's okay, you'll you'll learn from this. We need you, you know, you're, you'll be all right. You did a great job, but Cohen was so obsessed with being perfect, where Scangarello just seems like such a cool customer. 
Like he's seen it all before. Nothing really surprises him. Of course, we're going off just one game, so these are just incredibly wild assumptions to make. But I do agree with you. He seems like a seems calm, <laughs> cool, and collective. It, like it's all he's like, and maybe it's just that bit they did uh, with like this is Kentucky. Which uh, who's that actor? Why can't I think of his name? Oh my gosh, it's gonna kill me. I don't know. They did that but, thing with Gangarello. But I have to. I have to clarify. Meaning, <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, I Steve meant Zahn. like Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Sorry. Oh, there you go. Maybe it's I, just kind of looks like Steve Zahn, but it, it does just kind of look like he's acting. Like he's like playing an offensive coordinator because he is. He's very, very calm, cool, and collective. So I, I love that you went there with him because that's not where my mind was at. I was strictly talking about his clothing. Oh, just strictly the way he dresses. I think. Yeah, he like he had the blue. He. He had the blue swishy sweatpants. He had the long gray T-shirt. I just him on the sidelines last night. It looked like he just rolled out of bed. I've never seen an offensive coordinator look that comfortable on the clothing. Last night, Saturday night, Scoots. Oh yeah, Saturday night. Jeez. See, I need a nap. Told you. Uh, one texter pointed out that you took a nap after the scramble last Friday. What's so? What's the pattern here? That you work four days a week. Nope. The pattern is Friday is nap day. Come on, people. Yeah, I, I took would, a nap last Friday. I have to before the football game, so I'll be refreshed. To the blue-collar KRC listeners across America, I support you not being able to take a nap just during the middle of your work day. They can take uh, naps on Sundays when I'm working. Yeah. I work on Sundays. I can't take nap. That's a big nap day for America. A lot of people would wonder if just standing behind a bar and handing people beers is actually work. Huh? You can make the argument. Absolutely. I'm just kidding, Scoot. You take naps whenever you want. That's right. Uh, what, what My time, life. What you time can't tell is, me how to live it. What time is nap takeoff tonight or today? Uh, Probably about 1.30, right after Spears. If you're not snoozing at 1.45, is there going to be hell to pay? I will be snoozing at 1.45. Guarantee but if, it. But if you weren't, like if I somebody will were to call you around 1.45, I would quickly hit the silence and fall back asleep in about two and a half seconds. What if somebody called you 76 times to wake you up? I would throw my phone through my window. I'd be so ticked. Do you know anybody that's ever slept through 76 phone calls? Mm. Let me let me get back to you on that. Let me put my thinking cap on. You think about that. Let me know if, if anybody comes to mind. We're going to take our hour one break. We'll come back. We'll get in the Thornton's text line in hour number two. We will do the picks of the week as well. No big deal. Went 3-0 and last week, uh, and I'm your 2021 defending champion, which is always exciting. Uh, nobody's talked to intern Jacob. I feel like maybe we made a mistake in terms of putting him as one of the pickers this year. I'll shoot him uh, a text, see if, he, see if I get a response. Well, he should hop on this chat if he's going to do it. That would make it easier, and that way we could also get Roush and have all four of us there. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, but that may be, you know. Who knows? Who knows? It's nebulous. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call comes up next. Do not go anywhere. Thornton's text line, and you're, we're going to get you rich on some gambling picks, and we'll make our final predictions on Kentucky and Florida. I'm conflicted. I've got another hour to figure it out. Don't go anywhere. This is KRC. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. Call him right, he's sick and he's spitting fire and might got him out the dryer, he's hot. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! 
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Sports Radio. TJ Walker and Justin Kalen on your Friday as Roush is out heading to Gainesville for Kentucky's SEC opener against the Gators down in the swamp. Seven o'clock tomorrow. What is it on, Scoots? ESPN? Uh, great question. I would assume it's on ESPN, yeah. Let me let me find game. out real quick. I think it's the primetime game on ESPN, but uh, could be could be wrong about that. We'll get if it. it's we'll not, get it. it should be. We'll get it figured out for you. While Scoots looks that up, I'm, again, I'm pretty sure it is. But ESPN, yeah, you're right. Seven o'clock? Love the seven o'clock opposed to the seven thirty. I don't know. And then before I here I am. I just I can't even get one freaking thing out before jumping. How Trevor and I ever did a show together at any point in history? <laughs> oh boy, that had to be rough. But like, how great was last night's NFL game from a time standpoint? The first quarter was literally like twenty-two minutes. I saw one person say twenty-five minutes. I think they were. I think they were doing from like from the from the coin toss to the end of the first quarter. But regardless, NFL game, college football, just copy the NFL. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why they just print money. You've copied them in a lot of other areas. Just copy their game structure so we don't have five-hour college football games. The NFL, the fact that they can get a game done as quickly as they can and college football takes as long as it does is infuriating. It makes college football games even that much more frustrating. Why? Stop. Why do you think it is? Because they stop the clock after every every yeah. freaking thing. Well, college did do so. NFL still goes to the monitor for replays. I was watching a college game last week that the call f- came from up top, and they didn't have to go to the monitor to look at it. So that's, that's cool. That's I mean, that that speeds it up. That's great. I'm happy. Like that, it any little bit can help, but. I just I've got like PTSD of being at Kroger Field, not real PTSD, but just uh, goofy, just making a joke. I, I go to Kroger Field and I see that guy on the field with the clock, and it's just like, oh my goodness gracious! Like four minutes, three minutes, two yeah. minutes, and then he leaves, and you're so happy to see that little dweeb get off the field, and then like literally three plays later, U of L will punt. And then the guy comes back out on the field again. You're like, no, the old like, red hat, the, the old red hat guy. Yeah. Um, so they need to, they need to make those game college football a little bit quicker, obviously not going to happen this year, but I, I think more and more people are noticing that it, it just, it shouldn't be that way. Regardless though, college football is still fun, better than nothing. They could just make the games go what, by a little. Wasn't, bit. wasn't Kentucky's game last week, North of four hours. Uh, I don't, I don't, recall exactly how long it went but i, I want to say because it was at, i want to say it was after 11 when the game was over wouldn't surprise me i mean i've, I've been at seven i think that was the seven o'clock kickoff last week but i've been at seven thirty games at uk for like sec matchups and the game you know it's it's mid it's past midnight before you even get to your car mm-hmm. it's like that is just that's late that's tough that took a really really long time but while you're doing nothing but consuming football this weekend, let Salsaritas make your life easier. Maybe yeah. you're having people over for the cast. Uh, 
nothing like a good road game watch party. Those were always some back when in the in the golden age of like 24, 25, 26. Those were always good times. People were there. You're watching the game. You may go out afterwards. Let Salsarita's cater for you. Maybe you're not going after it. Maybe you're 40. Salsarita's still perfect for you then. You're having people over. There's going to be kids running around. The game day watching experience is a completely different animal from what you're used to. But Salsaritas can still make things easy for you. They can bring you a taco bar, a nacho bar, create your own burritos. Whatever you want to do, Salsaritas can do it for you. And they will bring it inside your house if that's what you'd like. Or if you'd rather go pick it up at the store, they'll have it waiting, hot, fresh, and ready to go. Or maybe you say, listen, I'm just watching the game by myself this weekend. Then get some dinner from Salsaritas. And make sure you get their wildly addictive chips. They put this little chili seasoning on the chips. First off, their chips are like paper thin, which I like. You can kind of crunch them and break them up with your tongue if you've got a strong enough tongue to do such. And they're so good. And their hot, spicy salsa is delicious. Creamy, hot, cheesy queso. I'm hungry. Two locations in Louisville. Middletown, it's out there on Shelbyville Road. It's got a drive through And then their location in St. Matthews, right off Hubbard's, Salsaritas. It's deliciously different. It's I'll- the fresh Mexican grill. I always love how one of your selling points is you can break the chips with your tongue. I, I love it's a, it's kind of fun. Like you could literally put a whole the entire chip in your mouth, and then without even moving your teeth, you could swallow it. Isn't that cool? It's not too many places you can do that with. It's like, true. I mean, not without like a good deal of effort, but this one is effortless. You just it's, it's almost like a chip that melts in your mouth. You can you can do that with yogurt and ice cream too. You, you, you don't, you're correct. You don't need to use your teeth for yogurt or ice cream. That's <laughs> tough, tough to argue that, but think about Salsaritas this weekend. If you've got, uh, if you've got some catering needs or catering options, fun talking Kentucky and Florida, that was about as detailed and deep football analysis as we've done in a good bit here on this radio show. Without and Roush for sure. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, but it was fun. We got we wanted to kind of give you an idea of maybe what to look for, at least what I'm looking for going into tomorrow's game, and I'm I'm feeling better about things. Uh, and I also I, I should add the caveat. I should have done this during that little rant I was on it. I also buy into the belief that Florida did everything they could to beat Utah. Understandably so. Any team in that situation would do the same. You've got a top ten, top fifteen team coming into your house a new era for Florida football, just trying to get some momentum back, get some juice back. And I think Kentucky showed very little against Miami of Ohio. So also worth mentioning too, uh, another stat I'll pull up here in a second. But I, I do think that the unknown of what you're bringing to the table benefits Kentucky much more than it does Florida. And again, not that We'll see. I mean, we'll we'll find it. We'll find it out. But I still think UK's offense has some some tricks up their sleeves. And I think Florida is going to have a tougher time preparing for the Cats than the Cats will for Florida. But since 1998, this is a stat that gets brought up around this time every single season. UK is a perfect 13 and 0 in their second game of the season after winning their whole or after winning their opener. Absolutely. Well. Yes, uh, we. I think we talked about this stat last year going into the Missouri game. I think we talked about it in 2018 going into the Florida game. Of course, at that point, it wasn't 13-0. But it's been a little streak that's been going on here quietly for a while, Scoots. And uh, another tough challenge for that streak Saturday, having to go win at Florida. It would be 
two wins in the swamp in the last three tries, and then it'd be back-to-back wins against Florida for the first time. Somebody's got it pulled up somewhere. Not me, though. Yeah. In the 70s or maybe even the 60s, potentially? I don't know. The, the broadcaster in the Miami game was talking about that last week, and he was like, oh, Kentucky beat Florida last year for the first time, and yada, yada. Now they haven't beat them twice in a row since. I don't have that stat. <laughs> and nobody ever gave it to him. Well, see, I was going to do like a little, this was a, a, a joke that you wouldn't find funny really at all, but I, I kind of wanted to like either do the music theme for today, the the number one songs, the last time UK beat Florida, which would just Ooh. be last year. Yeah. So like you just play the best songs from last year, which are probably still in the rotation of just normal probably. music for most people. Or I was thinking we could do the last time UK won at the Swamp, which was just 2018. And they'd be like, hey, you got to go. Scoots, tell me what gas was back in 2018. <laughs> what was the number one movie back in 2018? Because before UK beat, be, they beat Florida in 2018. That's all we ever heard, Scoots, every year yeah. was – the, the last time Kentucky beat Florida, you could get gas for 15 cents and go into a movie was a nickel. A I, was nickel. So sick of that. I was so sick of that. So I wanted to have a little fun with that, but uh, we instead just decided to do a normal radio show instead. <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. And remember, there's Thornton's locations all throughout Louisville. They have quality gasoline for your vehicle at a price that is going to be lower than most other places. We love them. You will as well. Let's get on into it. 502-414-1450. The first text on the Thornton's text line says, the podcast is up LFG. LFG. Another one said the podcast worked. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, Although I think one person said it didn't show up on Spotify. Oh, Lordy. Here we go. But like, why would that be? Here we go. You know? Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. I, I Truly, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I don't know if that's even true, but somebody could have just been fibbing to us. But somebody did say that it wasn't up on Spotify. A texture says, Mommy and Daddy are fighting again. Scoots, what do you think was wrong with Roush yesterday morning? <laughs> I, I think it was just the person not uploading what they should have done on the website. And then he was frustrated because he had to pick up the slack. But yeah, it was that was weird. Well, he really, you know, he he really lashed out at me. It seemed like maybe he's he's got some built up resentment. And then I don't know if anybody else noticed this yesterday. Roush Roush thought I was talking down to him. Yeah, <laughs> the old Calipari talking down to. I'm no better than old John Calipari, I suppose. By the way, yesterday's show is on Spotify. Oh, so tell that person to suck it. Suck it. Yeah. Good job, Scoots. A texture says, also really happy Roush is through the heavy lifting of being a blogger boy this week. <laughs> sure he is, too. Yeah, now he, he said... <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said yesterday. He's like, I've got, pretty much got everything done. Now it's just I get to travel, cover the game, and then that's the, the heavy lifting of the week is behind me. Good are, you surprised, are you surprised he doesn't fly to a game like Florida? For Florida, yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, that's, it's going to save you five hours each way travel time. First off, I hate flying. Uh, I've got a cousin what? getting married in New York and, this weekend, and I really wanted to be there, but it just with the kid and other trips planned and whatnot, was unable to be there. Um, 
but I, I don't hate flying in the sense that I'm scared of flying, but like, I just hate airports. They're, they're inefficient. They don't operate like people are rude. People aren't generally nice. And I often find myself like spending more time after delays at an airport versus if I could just get in the car and drive. So if I can drive somewhere, I will. But for one football game, 11 hours away, yeah, Scoots, I'd be flying. Literally, nothing you said is true when it comes to the Louisville airport. Couldn't be any further from the truth. I I can't remember the last time I went to the Louisville airport and didn't have a delay. Now, it's not Louisville Airport's fault. That's United's fault. That's the, And I understand that. Louisville Airport's fine. I've got no issues with Louisville's airport. But Super I find efficient. Myself, Super I, friendly. I, I, friendly, efficient. Those are words. They are <laughs> Those words. Are facts. I don't know about facts. I, I will say Louisville's airport is probably my favorite airport. Probably the easiest. That also has something to do with how small it is. But I have spent... In the Louisville airport, after United, you know, 10 minutes before my flight tells us that we're going to get delayed. Yes, I've I've been in the Louisville airport thinking to myself, I should leave. Actually, that did happen one time. Uh, with When I was working for KSR, I was going up to Canada, an oh, international trip, you know. Just an old international trip. Crossing Canada, the eh? But I was in, I was going from... Louisville to New York to Toronto, and they were like, yeah, your flight to New York's not happening. Sorry. And I was like, well, I've got to get in Toronto. There's a game tonight that I need to be at, and if I don't get there tonight, I won't get to the game tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. I was like, i got to find a way to get there. And they were like, well, you're out of luck. Nothing we can do for you here. I found a flight out of the Cincinnati airport that was going to do the, that was going to get me to my connecting flight in New York and to Toronto and blah, blah, blah. So I – Left the airport, booked it out of there, got yeah, to my you drove, car, right? Yeah. Drove drove to Cincinnati or Northern Kentucky rather, and then got on the flight there and got to my connecting flight in New York in time. And then sure enough, after customs in Canada, I was still late to the game. So it was it was all kind of for not, uh, assuming I could have maybe just gotten there in the morning. But yeah, um I guess I, I just was, haven't had enough bad travel experiences with airports. Lucky you. They're horrible. They cost me a day on my honeymoon. I really have a terrible streak. It's like my last four flights, I've had some sort of delay. Which not uh, is not. And maybe that's why, maybe Roush has had similar issues, so he just thought, like, get in the car, don't have to worry about it. We'll be good to go. But that is a long drive. It is. For one game, I would try to fly, especially if it's on the works time. A texter says, Apple being anti-customer and unhelpful, color me shocked. Make sure you go get the new iPhone and MacBook, though. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that text message in the sense of we are so, like, just addicted to Apple because everybody's got them, makes things easier. But I do get annoyed with their products breaking. Although, knock on wood, I'm on a nice little streak. I've got my phone for a good bit. I've had my computer for a while. Just the Apple podcast. They've, they've, a lot of people have issues with it. We were not immune to that. But, Scooch, we think we figured it out. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. My only issue with that, and this is kind of just talking, pulling back the curtains on radio, is we never really figured out what was wrong or what was right. It just ha- it just worked yesterday. Correct. Yeah, I did everything the same way yesterday as I have all week. So that kind of that's concerning that we don't really know what made it work. It just started working, which, again, maybe that's all Apple and their issues. But, oh, well, we got the podcast. That's all that matters. 
Seems like Apple Podcasts has a lot of issues. May I suggest to all podcast listeners, come on over to the dark side and get an Android. Google Podcasts has never failed me. All episodes this week have been uploaded 10 to 15 minutes after the show. What do you think about that, Scoot? I think I'm not going to get an Android. I like my iPhone. Every time I'm like about ready to get a new iPhone, which I'm not in the process of that anytime soon, hopefully have another year or more. Um, I do tell myself like, maybe I, maybe I pull the plug on Apple. Maybe this is the time I do something different, but really going to Apple to Google, is that really like sticking it to the man? Well, and here's the thing is whether you have an Apple or an Android you don't have to listen to Apple podcast or Google podcast. I mean, there are other podcasting platforms that'll work on both like Spotify. I mean, if you go to Spotify, you can listen to that on any phone device you got. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're right about that. Uh, our podcast somehow gets uploaded to iHeartRadio, and we're not even sure how that happens, but <laughs> uh, texter, I know that wasn't your sentiment of what you were just letting people know. And we appreciate that. I've always thought about it. I think someday I'll do it, but who knows? Probably not. Uh, Texter says, and somebody else also reached out and just said Google Podcast hasn't had a single issue all week. So good to know. And that is, if, you, if you're not finding the podcast, we're all about convenience. Everybody's that way. And we understand that. But if you can't find the podcast in one place, at least do a Google if you really want to listen to it. But we do appreciate the people that let us know. Otherwise, we wouldn't get the problems fixed. Kirby. Hey, Kirby. By the way, to help clear up if this that was Kirby or not Kirby on the USGA rules text yesterday. That was Kirby's brother, Artie. He's joining the fold on the text line, and he's still upset about the tie break. But, hey, I'm over it. God bless the queen, and let's get a win this weekend, boys. (laughs) Do for the queen. Sorry, Artie. I love the name Artie. Yeah, me too. Big fan. Kind of of an old school name. Oh, big time, for sure. But so is is Kirby, in all fairness. Kirby is as well. Uh, I know uh, somebody that's naming their daughter Kirby. Which is which nice. is fun. Yeah. The media loves to act like Florida played a complete game of football at a whole different level at UK when in reality, if Utah scores on that last drive, the Gators would be unranked going into that week. Yeah, I think I mentioned that on Tuesday. It's just kind of funny how the rankings work where Florida wins, they're knocking on the door as a top ten team. But if they had lost, then this would be number twenty UK going into unranked Florida. And I also think it'd be fair to ask what would Florida be ranked if they were one and one with one win over 20 UK? Would they they probably be like 19th, I think, after that, maybe you, somewhere in that ballpark? You don't think they would have climbed into the top 25 with a close loss against Utah? I don't know. I, bet I, they I, I don't think so, but they, they very easily could have been. I could be totally wrong about that. But, um, but the Texas, right, that like Florida had mistakes against Utah, they were fortunate to win that game. I think Kentucky's better than Utah. Should be a close game. I will say this, CBS Sports Football, their little crew with Barrett Sally and people like that, the majority of people on that took UK to cover the spread, six points. Barrett Sally did not. There was like two people that took Florida to cover. But it it does seem like maybe people are thinking Florida's going to win. But I, I do think people are giving Kentucky a chance in this game, with the exception of Roman Harper. Spread's up to six. Yeah. A texture says, will Scoots get kicked out of TJ's funeral if he drops a uh, sheesh? That's a big one. What do you think? You kick me out? Well, I'd be dead, so I wouldn't be able to do anything. Well, here's uh, the deal. Here's I'm the deal, Texter. Yes, I, w- I would want you kicked out. if you TJ, TJ will be saying that at my funeral because he's younger than me, so naturally I'm going to die first. 
That's how it works. Nobody's yeah. allowed to die before somebody older than it's just Correct. it's only just fair. Way of life. It's only fair. Another texter says, just FYI, the podcast on Spotify did not upload today. Oh, yes, it did. Wow. Oh, yes, it did. Every day starts with a good old, Scoots, how you doing today? Tired. I'm really tired today. Rinse, repeat. Maybe go to bed earlier, Scoots. <laughs> Why you make me sound like Trevor? I thought that was pretty good. Oh, speaking of, so speaking of my voice, so as you all know, I've spent a lot of time on Apple uh, this past week. I was reading some reviews. <laughs> One guy said, the show's no good because I'm obsessed with golf and I sound like Marvin the Martian. <laughs> that you are obsessed with golf? <laughs> yeah. That is a good review. But it, but it was the, it was the Marvin the Martian comment that really got me. <laughs> <laughs> but Scooch, really, why don't you go to bed early? Or... I should. I mean, well, I don't, I mean... I, so here's the deal. Most of the time I don't get home till after 10 and I can't just go to bed when I get home. I have to chill for an hour. You always say that, but like, have you ever tried? And like, isn't just laying in bed trying to go to bed, quote unquote, chilling? Yeah, but I don't, I don't get much relaxation time throughout the day. So I need that time to like decompress and think about my life and all that. Yeah, but you can do that. It, with your, I mean, I just don't get the difference of doing that on a couch versus doing that in a bed. Because, because TJ, I fall asleep in less than thirty seconds every night. As soon as I hit the bed, I'm oh I fall goodness. asleep. Oh my goodness gracious, Scoots! I swear, I, I don't my, doubt it. I don't that's doubt my roommate. it. Roommate, I was going to ask you because that's one thing since I've become a dad. That's almost like flip. Like I've and I've told this before on the show, but like I'll just fall asleep in chairs now. I'll fall asleep <laughs> on the couch watching shows. I'll. You know, I can be in bed watching a show and fall asleep. Like I used to be, I have to be tucked in. Give me like my right pillows. I like the temperature needs to be right. Otherwise, I ain't falling asleep. Now it's just like I can doze off. Even like you know, during an exciting Big Brother or, or challenge episode. Big Brother episodes aren't so much exciting anymore. It's near the end, but like even a challenge episode, sometimes Hannah will like nudge me, and I'll be like, oh, oh close my eyes too hard. Oops. That's a good thing, Scoots. If you can fall asleep in 30 seconds, maybe you wouldn't be so tired in the morning. Yeah, I mean, but I still need that time to decompress, you know? <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's great. I, I love falling asleep fast, but I can't do that. and I can't think about my day in bed, you know? My, my, head, my head hits the pillow, and my brain is trained that it is time to sleep, and we are not thinking anymore today. Then good. Then, like, I don't get, what are you getting out of your decompress sesh? I mean, I just... I, oh, I have... is this... It's it's sexual, isn't it? <laughs> no. I get it. Okay. No. I, I get it. I more get of it. a more of a wacky Wednesday issue. I get it. I wasn't really following at first. I feel like an idiot. I get what you're saying. You get home from work. I got you. I got you. Okay. You should have just said that, man. Uh, another texter on the Thornton's text line says, so why didn't Trevor show up at the scramble? He's a bum. Yeah, he's a loser. There's no really ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, you get called 75 times to do something that you said that you were going to do. 76. And, do it. and then, I was I was sick. I was sick all week. And then just up I, there. I told him that you thought he was setting it up all week. Oh, he did. He was. What did he say? He was like, no, nah, he denied it. Yeah. yeah you I know mean, Trevor. That, so, if, if, put him in a tough spot with that one. Either... No, actually, I wasn't sick. I just was sleeping and didn't want to come. Or, yeah, actually, I was setting it. Like, that put him in a corner there. So he just decided, no, I was just too lazy to come. I, it had nothing to do with sickness. That's it. Good, good on him. 
502-414-1450. Last time the Cats won in the Swamp, the Cats had all whites with white helmets. That's got to be what they go to with Saturday. Well, Roush said they'd be wearing the white lids. We know they'll be wearing the white tops. It's just what pants they're wearing. And Texer, I agree with you. They'll probably try to recreate that 2018 magic in the all whites. But I would love me some blue pants as well. But I, I, I don't mind. The only jersey combination I don't love is where they wear blue tops with white pants, which they did last week. But they only do that generally against garbage teams. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Garbage uh, team. You get, this, you get this next one on the text line, Scoots. Oh, boy. I'm sending one over. Hang on just a second. Where are we? Queen Elizabeth died. Blimey. That's a wicked one, isn't it? <laughs> That's like the worst of the worst. <laughs> I like the blimey from the texter. Uh, trying to get through a lot of these because we're going to be doing picks here soon. But uh, another texter says, hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. Just stopping by to say that Kentucky will win 31 to 27 on Saturday. And Anthony Richardson will toss two picks. You heard it here first. Have a Funkadelic Friday. Hey, thanks, Brad from Bellbrook. You have a Funkadelic Friday yourself. I would be shocked if Anthony Richardson didn't turn the ball over at least once. Fun fact. I I think you, you know, this is a cliche football analyst phrase, but the good news is I'm not a football analyst. Is I do think the team that wins the turnover margin, I'll be surprised if they didn't win. If Kentucky wins the turnover margin and loses the game, I'll be disappointed and I'll be a little surprised. If Florida wins the tar- turnover margin and loses the game, I'll be ecstatic, but I will be surprised. I think the team that takes care of the ball more is going to win. Cliche, cliche, I know. Uh, but I do think Anthony Richardson will cough it up at least once. He'll try to force in a pass, and and a UK linebacker or somebody in the secondary is going to say, "I will take that." Thank you very much. Fun fact: the word "funkadelic" has every letter of my last name. Pretty cool, right? That is cool. Also, let me side note again: we just don't have the time for it, but uh, we'll make the time for it. You going to the German American Club this weekend? I am. Yeah, Saturday that, I'll be there. Is that the one right off the Waterson? Right by the zoo there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've been there. I've, I've I haven't been there for in a really really long time. Come so, on out this weekend. You'll see me in later hosen. Your folks are running it. Uh, so my grandpa's been there for a long long time. He was the president for years and years. But yeah, my uh, grandma and grandpa they still still work there and help out. My grandma does a lot of the cooking. She bakes a lot of the desserts and and whatnot. So yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome. That's real. But I if you it. if you need a cold beer this weekend, come find me. I'll I'll be there. Like what, I said, what, in in later hosen, so what, it's going to be pretty time, special. What time? Two o'clock. Two to Saturday. I want to say ten on Saturday. Yeah. Two to two to ten. I, th- I want to say it's two to ten. Yeah. That's a maybe lot. two to midnight. That's a lot of drinking for little scoots. We went through. So that's the best part of it is I get to drink when I'm like serving beers. I get to drink all I can drink. It's pretty awesome. But last year I think we went through like 186 kegs. Crazy. What? Yeah. <laughs> Man. That is crazy. Yeah, it was so it was it, wild. Like the German American Club. It's right off the Watersen by the zoo. I think you get off Poplar to get there, but I think you maybe Correct. get off Newburgh in there. But no, nah, Poplar. Easier. Yeah, Poplar would be easier. Uh, I've driven by it when the festival's going on. It's a it's a real big to do. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they'll have German music. There's going to be people everywhere. A couple of years ago, uh, Mayor Fisher came out to tap one of our kegs. Pretty cool. Did will you all have any TVs with a football game on out there? 
inside there will be a, there's a couple small TVs. That's my only concern. I'd love to stop by just because one, it's something different going on in Louisville. Two, I didn't realize the Kalen German dynasty was running the place. And three, I want to see you in some later hosens. Come on, come on out. Kentucky doesn't play till seven. That gives you five hours. Just get a little pregame buzz before the cats, huh? That's it. Okay, not a bad idea. Uh, all right, we got to go to our break. We'll come back. We're gonna do the picks of the week somehow and finish the text line. But I didn't even mute the station, Mike. You didn't say anything. What? What do you mean? Oh, I didn't hear anything. That's crazy. Which makes me think maybe it's just if we have Roush in here, maybe it's just like you get three different connections. You hear some everything at Big X is fixing itself. I love it. And all we had to do is have Roush leave. We'll be <laughs> back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. DJ Walker. Justin, Nick Rouse. Justin Taylor. We will have Nick Rouse on next time. He's going to be falling. Turn down for what? Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Hand over the turtles now. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 1450 AM replay of Kentucky Roll Call with TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, 9 to 11 on the same stations. I like to use the TuneIn radio app to stream the show. If you know anybody living throughout the state of Kentucky or really anywhere, let them know about the TuneIn radio app. And as always, you could just tell your Alexa, play Big X Sports Radio and boom, easiest way to listen to all the great local programming on the Big X, including Kentucky Roll Call. I believe we have Nick Roush on the line, Scoots. We do. You better. Roush. If, if you got another Roush on the line, then you're in trouble. Roush, whereabouts going? are you? I'm, I'm uh, in Nashville. We've been, we've been in and out of Nashville traffic. Uh, actually just rocking in the Hove lane with my dad, excited to uh, – to get on down to Gainesville. It's, it's going to be a good day. I can feel it in my bones. Well, good. Drive safely. Uh, tell Papa Roush to keep his eyes on the road, 10 and 2, just like he taught you. And uh, good. Well, good. I hope traffic in Nashville is going all right. Probably rush hour down there. Uh, let's just get it. Well, first off, have anything you want to say? What's up? Um, is everybody doing okay? How about that yeah. money line bet on the Raiders last night? Yikes. Yeah, uh. we, we decided it was, it was actually best to start out 0-1 in the NFL. Just you don't think, Ooh. you know, if we were trying to go undefeated or something, we may, you may get a big head. So we got a little humble to start, and now we're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, get the bad bets out of our system. I've got a nice little five-game money line parlay for Sunday that I'm going to be listening to on uh, Sirius XM on the way home. So, that, that will make the come down from an exciting Saturday a little bit easier. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm fired up for Saturday. Do we want to talk the Cats first or just get into our, our pick to, to start this thing off? I'm going to let you do whatever you want. You have talked so much Kentucky, Florida. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't want to talk about it any further. But if you've got any last final thoughts on the game, feel free to let those rip or we can just go straight in to our, our picks of the week segment. It, it's dealer's choice. Um, let's go straight into picks because um, I have a feeling one of them might be a good segue. 
All right. Well, as we often do, we will start with the leader. And shucks, that's me. I went three and zero last week, oh, so I've got four. Oh. Yeah, we do always actually start with a standings update. I'm your leader, three and zero, four points. Justin and intern Jacob went two and one. Both of them got their locks of the week, so they have three points, one point behind me. And then bringing up the rear is Rick Roush. He also went two and one, a great week for the Big X folks. And he only got two points, though, because his lock of the week came up a little short. So I'll go ahead and get the party started. I'm starting with North Carolina giving seven points versus Georgia State. I know North Carolina's defense may quite literally be one of the worst in the country. But that offense with Luke May's little brother can really sling it. So I think they'll just be able to outscore Georgia State. They've got more horses. And uh, I know also UNC was missing a couple pieces last week as well. So that's my first pick. I'm going UNC against Georgia State. They're giving a touchdown. They'll win by 10-plus. I'm going to go against Kansas. Give me West Virginia, minus 13-and-a-half. At home, by the way. Oh, I like that. I like wow. that. Wow. Horrible pick, Scoots. Worst pick in the history of picks because the Jayhawks, they're in the perfect spot. West Virginia, they let it all hang out. They were probably the better team and lost in a huge rivalry game. It's going to be tough for them to get up off the map. Uh, Lance Leopold's going to hang around. I don't know if they win, but they're going to hang around and they're going to cover that 13-and-a-half. Suck it, Scoots. Yeah, mm. coming, from the guy, coming from the guy at the bottom of the standings. Can't trust that. Wow! The oh. shots are firing, folks. Pew, pew. Mr. Roush, what's your pick? Because intern Jacob's not here. Oh, no, no, that's that's my pick. It's Kansas. Like, I, that, that, yeah, I'm oh. going against two. Wow. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. I thought you were just being mean. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going right. Yeah. That's, I, I, I no, can't I, ask you, like, is it a having to bet on Kansas football can't be a good feeling? No, it's a great feeling. They're turning turning over a new leaf. Um, I I did see a stat this week that they're they're once again an underdog against a Big Twelve opponent. They have not been a favorite in a Big Twelve game since two thousand nine when Mark Mangino was coaching them. So <laughs> hey, it all starts by covering. It all starts by covering. I I, I do think it'll probably be like a ten point win for West Virginia, where it's kind of ugly, but close game and then they score a touchdown late to, to go up can you imagine not being a favorite in a conference game since 2009 wow that's 14 years ago or 13 years ago boy that gave me but a intern good jacob, oh, I crazy. That intern jacob had to be a, a, a twinkle in his parents eyes back in 2009 <laughs> i'm going with uh, speaking of a Big 12 team, I think they do not cover, and it just means a little bit more for the Missouri Tigers. Uh, Missouri going on the road to Little Manhattan, getting a touchdown and the hook. I'm taking the Missouri Tigers. I think this one will come down to the wire. I wouldn't be shocked if Missouri did lose, but I would be surprised if they lost by more than a touchdown to Kansas State. So take Missouri plus 7.5 versus the Purple Wildcats. Uh, I think Missouri has a good chance to win outright for what it's worth, but I think that game will come down a field goal one way or another. Iowa couldn't even score a freaking touchdown last week. Give me Iowa State plus four in that rivalry game. No problem. Oh. Hate that. Hate that. Hate pick that pick too. Did you see? Did you see what Iowa State did last week, buddy? No, but I don't care. Not good. Yeah. They uh, won. Do you remember they the won, last time Iowa State? 
won that game, Justin. It, it was it was a long, long time ago, seven years ago. Not as long well, as a uh, as Kansas was a Big Twelve favorite, but it's, it's been a long time since they've won that Sahawk game. I just need them to be within four. That's it. They, Iowa State I don't need played, a win. Iowa State played Southeast Missouri, and the game was in the balance going into the fourth quarter. That's fine. I just need a four. Don't judge my picks, y'all. Go go on to your picks. How about that? Roush? I actually have bet the under in that game. But that's not going to be my next pick. Uh, my next pick, because here's the thing. We're making a lot of them, so I'm going to be honest with our listeners, and I'm grading mine based on how much I've invested in them. And I've invested very heavily into the stonks of the UCF Golden Knights. I've learned that you're not supposed to call them the Golden Knights. They get offended. They also don't like being called Central Florida. But I don't care what you call them. I'm just going to call them winners. Uh, I love the stat that teams that are road favorites that lose outright are 1-12-1 against the spread the following week. Love that stat. The cards, they're going to get ran out of Orlando Friday night. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to cheering along with some other Central Florida fans down in Orlando, uh, Gainesville tonight to watch the cards lose. UCF, minus five. It's minus six now, and the only reason I know that is because it's my lock of the week. Lock it up. Lock of Woo! the week. Um, I, I just I don't really get it, to be honest with you. I don't get the line. Louisville looked horrible. Against, uh, I, they they looked horrible against an underwhelming Syracuse offense, and I think Central Florida's offense is better or tougher to prepare against. Or for a team that had so many missed tackles, I don't think it goes well going against a really quick and shifty and slippery quarterback. And then I think UVL's offense will look a little bit better tonight, I, just because they quite literally couldn't lo- look any worse. So I don't. I like the over in this game if you're interested in that. But my lock of the week is Central Florida will win by more than a touchdown, and the meltdown in U of Lville will continue. My lock is going to be an over, over sixty-five and a half in Alabama, Texas. Give me points, baby. I like that bet. One other betting angle on that uh, Louisville UCF game. Uh, UCF's quarterback is John Rice Plumley. He played wide receiver last year for Ole Miss, and we all know how Scott Satterfield does when he plays against wide receivers at quarterback. So Wow, they get the rumbly tumblers. Yeah, yeah you can suck at cards. Um, I'm In my walk of the week, it's too tasty, too tempting, because it's going to be a close game. It's going to go down to the wire. It's the Cats plus six. Take it to the bank, lock it up right now, Kentucky plus six. Uh, even if you are not confident enough that – if you're worried that Anthony Richardson is going to be a superhero, which I think that is the kind of the, – the, 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 way you, the way you pick Kentucky to lose this game is you say, well, Anthony Richardson is too much, and you know what? Uh, the Cats, they, they, they aren't the team that they typically are. They're not going to be able to just run it down for to throw – like they did four years ago. Well, I would counter that by saying that, A, Kentucky can still, they can still wear out and, and take a, a advantage of the lack of Florida depth by throwing the ball to their tight ends, by using them quite a bit to make their linebackers uh, do a lot in pass coverage. And, you know, Will Levis, he's, a, he's pretty damn good, too. 
And this Kentucky defense is pretty damn good, too. You get Jordan Wright back to help with the containment on Anthony Richardson. Um, that's exciting. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden Chris Rodriguez, he butt, like the glass breaks and they're playing his music and he's coming out like stone cold, ready to raise hell in the swamp. That would be a dream come true. I don't have any inside knowledge that it would happen, but you know what? You just let's dream big, folks, and let's watch the catch. I do think this is going to be, for Kentucky to win, it needs to be low-scoring affair. Um, keep it under 30. Whoever scores 31st, I think, wins. Uh, but I'm ultimately, I think Kentucky's special teams is what's really going to shine here. Cats win 27-24. Love it. We haven't talked. I, I, I did probably my, like, most strict U.K. football segment that I've done with you missing today. We talked about the game, X's and O's, for about 20 or 25 minutes. One thing I did not bring up was special teams, so I'm glad that you did. Uh, Kentucky seems to be pretty solid in that regard, so that that could make a difference. Uh, Roush, before we let you go, could I hate doing the reporter, could you talk about, but could you spend a minute talking about the high school football slate in the state tonight? I know the KSR Bowl is tonight. Any other big games that fans across the state should keep an eye on? Um, I believe your St. X Tigers are playing mail tonight, correct? No, they play. They beat That's mail last week. Get with the times, pal. Oh yeah, they did do that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be completely honest with you, TJ. I'm. Uh, I'm locked in on Florida. Locked in on Florida. I do know the KSR game week. That'd be cool being at Shawnee. But yeah, I'm. I'm admittedly a little out of the loop on the high school this week. But one more thing on special teams. Did you notice who UK used in the Throwback Thursday video yesterday? They Ooh, used, uh, they they did, used some yeah. special teams returns. Maybe we get we got Barry on Brown in week one. Maybe we get Tavion Robinson punt return touchdown week two. Just something to, to put a pin in before Saturday night's game at the Swamp. All right, Roush, we appreciate you taking the time. Safe travels. Tell your pops hello. Enjoy the father-son time. And enjoy the game. It should be a close one. It should be a fun one. If uh, Mark Stoops becomes the all-time winningest coach in U.K. football history, then you are going to be the content king down there, and everybody's going to be following along. So thank you for your time, pal. Well, last time I went down here, the Cats came away with a win. I need, Let's keep the streak alive, right? Streak. Streak. Uh, Forget the pandemic, it it never happened. But besides that, yes, you're right. For the streak. Yeah. Yeah. All right, see you later, pal. See you. Nick Roush, Kentucky Sports Radio. His picks are Kansas plus 13.5 at West Virginia, which I think is a wild pick. But, hey, maybe he knows what he's talking about. He's got Central Florida giving six points versus Louisville tonight. And then his lock of the week is Kentucky plus six at Florida tomorrow night, 7 o'clock on ESPN. A recap of Scoot's picks. He's actually going the opposite way in that West Virginia-Kansas game. I would do the same if I were betting it, so I I agree with Scoot's there. He's got Iowa State plus 4 versus Iowa, and then he's got the over 65.5 in Alabama in Texas. I like Scoot's picks except for the Iowa State one. I've got UNC giving a touchdown versus Georgia State. I've got Missouri getting 7.5 points on the road at Kansas State. And then my lock of the week is the Golden Knights tonight against the Red Cardinal Birds. So uh, there are your picks. If intern Jacob, I mean, intern Jacob, shame on him. He actually actually just texted me and he was like, uh, that's every week. He was like, I have surgery today. I mean, we, we told him 16 times it was every week. You, yeah, you even made sure you were like, I want to make sure you can do it every week. Yeah. So 
But he said he has surgery today, so I'm not sure. I don't care about his surgery. No offense. I hope it goes well. But he could have sent his picks in. He could have let us know. We could have had a proxy read his picks in a funny voice. Uh, (laughs) I knew it was going to be risky having him be the picker, and it only took seven days for him (laughs) to let us down. But in all seriousness, I do hope the surgery goes well. I I mean, what more surgery could he do on his exactly? That's that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, he sprained it. You know, I thought he was done. Thought so too. Okay. Um, See, I I didn't want to put Roush on the spot about high school football, but I would like to like at least because some people like hearing about their high school's games or something sure. along those lines. I didn't want to put him on the spot. That's why I gave him the KSR bowl out. But then he just he he wanted to preview a game from last week that had already happened. <laughs> what you what you what do you expect? Yeah. Oh, oh well. Uh, he's focused on the Gators, like he said. Let's keep going with the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Before we get to that, when Roush is going to be in Florida, I bet he's got him on his big old head right now. Shady Rays, perfect if you're going to be out in the sun. It is outdoor weather. We've got the windows open at the house at night. Scoots just doing the the, the world's AC, you know? It feels good outside. Yeah. But at night, the sun's not out. In the day, it feels just as nice, and the sun is out. You need those Shady Ray sunglasses, and you can save 25% at ShadyRays.com when you use the promo code BIGX. Do not forget to use BIGX at checkout. And just remember, anytime you buy with Shady Rays, one, each time you purchase sunglasses for them, they are feeding hungry folks throughout America. Boom. Secondly, if you get it, you don't love it, you thought it'd be something different, you got 30 days. You will get all your money back, refunded, no questions asked. You're good to go. Let's say you do like them, and you have them. You got them for a good while. You lose them. You step on them. You break them. They get stolen. Uh, whatever it may be, they will replace your order, your entire order. You're going to pay, pay a small processing fee just because, you know, those things got to ship out. But it is a fraction of what a regular price of their sunglasses are. So you're basically getting a two-for-one deal on any sunglasses you buy at Shady Rays with their replacement pair promise. I've gone through the process. It is so easy. You just click, they, they send you They send you the email once you go to their website and click, I need a replacement pair. They send you an email, say, hey, is this you? You say yes, boom, you're back. You get new sunglasses all over again. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, I would say John Daly is the comparable, is comparable to the queen slash king of England for America. That's a good example. Fair enough. Okay, cool. You know, everything America stands for, but doesn't make John any Daly. <laughs> exactly. A texter says, Scoots also said he was taking a nap after the scramble. We read that one. Yeah, you're a chronic napper, buddy. On Fridays, yeah, absolutely I am. I'm currently taking a dump, says one texter. I've been looking forward to this one since Tuesday. Yeah, that just it's not the same thing. I mean, I I get the I get the joke, but it's yeah, it's not the same thing. It is a little crass of a text message. Yes. Is it more likely that Levis has a big game or Anthony Richardson? I personally think it's Levis because his ability to pass and run, thinking who wins the QB battle wins the game. Shout out to Robert and go Cats. Hey, Robert, here's your shout out, buddy. We're really proud of the young man you've grown into be. (laughs) And secondly, yeah, I mean, it very well could be that. I think you could make a case for either one having a bigger game. Both are going to be asked to do a ton. Both are seemingly 70%, 80% of the offense. So, yeah, good text. Good text. I agree with you. 
I think Lavelle Wright is going to have a coming out party. He's not Chris Rodriguez, but he's a thumper. I hope you're right, Texter, and I hope that you get to come back on Monday and say, I told you so, look what I did, or look what I predicted. I I, I just would need to see it first, I guess. So that would make me a non-believer at this, at this point. So I don't believe you. Am under am underrated part that not a man, that's a tough text. A lot of typos <laughs> off the start. An underrated part about this week people aren't talking about, I think, is what they're trying to say. Looking at last year's 49ers offense, I think we see several wide receiver sweeps this week with Brown. That will force the defense to respect the run game in a non-conventional way and can catch Florida off guard. Even faking it should force the defense to respect the possibility. For That's a good call. Maybe, the, maybe the, one of the more, worst grammatical and spelling texts that we've ever received on Kentucky Roll Call. It was a analysis was spot on. Yeah, yeah, I think you will see a lot of that. And you're you're gonna see I think you're gonna see some fun stuff. Just talking about the games making me feel even better. You know, we haven't made our predictions yet because we're trying to finish the freaking text line. John here. Good morning, buddies. Okay, worries I have my cats and my chiefs both winning their games by at least 10. No worries, he says. So next week when the rankings come out, we have a great chance to see our Cats ranked in the top 10. My gosh, I'm excited for this weekend. Let's go. Nice weather, football, wings. Sign me up for a great time. Well, have a great weekend. Got to go talk to you later. Love the enthusiasm, John. Hope you're right. A 10-point Kentucky win on the road. If UK wasn't in the top 10 the following week or at least at number 10, then They egg. definitely would be then. Egg. Red Hat guy is literally the worst. Sucks all the momentum out of the stadium. And there's always a smug look on his face. Like he knows what he's doing. And I'm sure maybe there's a Red Hat woman out there somewhere. I, I haven't seen a woman do it at, at Kroger Field. But I'm also not at every game at Kroger Field. So I could be wrong about that. But yeah, there's nothing worse than Red Hat person. 76-77, the last back-to-back -back wins for the Cats over the Gators. Hey, all wow. right. Long time ago. The last time UK beat Florida, Scooter Dingus had a roommate, and he was a bartender at a Motel 8. My, how the times have changed. Well, in all, seriousness, really. <laughs> in all seriousness, last time UK beat Florida, Scooch was sleeping on the floor. That's true. Yeah. Have I can confirm. Have you moved into your new house yet? Uh, no, but we are getting super close. I'm, maybe maybe Sunday we'll move in. If not, if not this weekend, it'll be next weekend. But it. My buddy has all their stuff out. They just need to deep clean it, and then we're we're good to go. Well, Ralph said if you need any help moving anything, to let him know. I'm sure he did. Conversation for today: Every guy is either a B word or an A A word. What are the KRC boys? My guess is TJ, obvious A word, most obvious one. Roush leaning towards B word. Yesterday's hissy fit confirms it. Scoots. Tiny, tiny B word in more ways than one. That's not <laughs> that's a very just, nice. That's not yeah, a very that's nice. Text. That's not a very nice text at all, texter. Uh, another texter says, "Had you guys playing the other day?" And my girlfriend said she kept waiting for Nick to say, "Drugs are bad." Okay, she swears he sounds just like Mr. Mackey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, uh, Mr. Mackey, one of the best characters on South Park. So, are you are choosing to not sleep? Your narrative is that you're always tired. I understand now. Yeah, exactly. That's our bit point. Pro bit problematic. <laughs> bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> Have you gotten to that point yet in Stranger Things? <laughs> nope, still waiting. <laughs> are you still are you still trucking along? I am. Yeah, I, I, it, it had been a couple weeks since I watched any, uh, but I watched a couple episodes on Tuesday night. 
tough. Yeah, with sports, you got to get it in when you can. Yeah, it's tough. Scoots, let TJ have it. Matter of fact, he can suck it. Sounds like he hasn't worked a second shift job before. I'm with you. I used to work 2 to 10.30, never fell asleep before midnight. TJ should be suggesting you stay up later anyways while you're childless. Well, there's some truth to that last part for sure. But secondly, no, I have not worked a second shift job. But I will say this, and journalists uh, think that their job is more important than it is. But I will say one thing about sports journalists is you do have a lot of late nights. And I do understand one thing that I and and the wife can confirm it time and time again, because for the first like three years of us being together, I'd get home from cover in a late night game. I'd get home at like midnight, one o'clock. And you're right, Scoots, I would just need like, I'm not falling asleep for the next 30 minutes. But my thing was, I couldn't fall asleep, even if I wanted to. You're saying that you can, you're choosing not to. But I do, I am a believer in the decompressed time. But I guess the difference is yours is uh, you are basically doing a self ban on sleep where I just couldn't sleep. Yeah, pretty much. You're you're self-imposing more tiredness in the morning. That's accurate. A texter says, hey, TJ, it's Dylan. We had a great time at the Scramble. I'm on my way to the Swamp and wearing my Shady Rays. Go Cats. We're traveling and having the show playing basketball. Please tell my dad he's show playing basketball. I'm not sure. Something something went. Am I missing something here? <laughs> no, something's not okay. right. <laughs> uh, please tell my dad he's crazy. There's no way they beat us by 17 like he's predicting. You're crazy. Uh, I don't. You're crazy, Dylan, Mr. Ballard. You are. You are crazy. Secondly, Dylan, safe travels. Have fun. It was great seeing you at the scramble. And then everybody should be following Dylan. He's doing some good work covering the Caps more uh, frequently and doing a good job doing it. Dylan Ballard underscore UK uh, on Twitter. A texter says, "Surgery schmergery. Send in your damn picks, you loser intern." Totally agree. <laughs> I told him to send them to you. Totally agree. Uh, and then one last thing, Dylan, um, I was going to hop in on your Twitter spaces last night, but like you can't do Twitter spaces during the first NFL game. Like, you know, everybody was watching the NFL game last night. Uh, but anyways, next time I may hop in on with you. Everybody enjoy your week. You want to do a prediction? That's, hey, 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 hey. I was like, I got, I'm nailing this one. Perfect score. Who do, who do the Hoosiers have this weekend? Uh, Idaho, the damn Vandals. Okay, so we're all, we're all taking Indiana to win, although it would be yep. funny if they lost. I'm taking Central Florida, obviously, to cover. We know Rouse as well. You, Scoots? Same. Across the yep. board, everybody. Gosh, it would be so Scott Satterfield to like win that game and bring people back in. All right, and then Cats Gators, who you got? I'm going to go with the same score as Roush, but on the opposite end. I've got Gators 27-24. I will go... Florida 24-23 comes down to the wire. I could totally see UK winning this one. I think it's a complete Same. and total toss-up. I hope to be wrong. I'll take the Gators. I took them to start the season. But I'm feeling a lot better about the game. It's going to be a fun one. Everybody enjoy it. We'll be back Monday to talk all about it. Go Pack Go while we're at it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Oh. TJ Walker, Nick Rouch, Justin Kalen. We will see you on Monday. Be safe. Have a good weekend. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. Yeah. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. My partner, my partner, my partner.